1: Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. We are going to go fast. We are going to be lean and mean, and we are joined by Miss Sarah Freja.
0: David, okay, wait, hold on, David. I'm so sorry. This is not having recording.
1: technical issues within the first yes, yes. one second okay. ever. Sarah, this is a professional mm-hmm. operation. This is this is BravoCon was last week, guys. Thank BravoCon you. was last week. So you're listening to this a week after. It's not, let me, can I just explain something before we start? Okay, we're going, we're good, we're good. Keep going, Not, keep going. not that I have a bee in my bonnet. It's kind of like if you pull into the parking lot say that you are going to see the pretty Mess tour and erica jade is performing tonight. now i know most of you are probably staying home this evening because you're over erica apparently but those of us that are attending the pretty mass concert imagine pulling into the parking lot yes and this parking lot is so exclusive there are five excuse yes. me there are six parking spaces in the parking lot okay now if all six parking spaces are taken The Monday parking space is taken. The Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday parking space is taken. The Saturday parking space costs you a little more money because it's VIP. All six parking lot spaces are taken. So you're sitting in your car and you want to park, but all six spaces are taken. Guess what? You What? You can't park in that parking lot. All six spaces are taken. Parking lot full. So when David and Sarah record a show... I could have a show ready in 20, I, I could hang up with Sarah Frazier right here and I could have a show out to the public within an hour. Guys, there's a three month wait list. I've said that before. So when Sarah and I record and it's one week behind, I mean, either deal with it or don't listen. Like I don't even, I'm not even trying to be rude or mean. I'm in a very calm mood this morning. There's nothing I can do. I am not bumping Jerry O'Connell today. I'm not, you know, bumping. Ooh, yeah, Jerry's a good, a good one.
0: That's a really good get. Yes. I don't blame you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't push anyone for that either.
1: No. And there's a lot more where that came from. It's just, I don't know what's going on. I I literally, this is not a brag. It's not about me. I don't give a shit about myself. There's just, people are coming out of the woodworks here to record. So every time you and I record, it will be out one week after. And, and, you know, it's still current and that is what it is.
0: Our fans love us. Can I shout out Craig? who wrote A wonderful <laughs> Sarah's message.
1: Sarah's going to start with patting herself on the back this morning. Go they on. Do.
0: Craig writes, hi, hon. I love you and David Yontiff. Such a fun duo. Louie, listening to the newest episode, keep saying your opinions. You two always are going to offend people these days. We live in a world where no one can have their own opinions anymore. I don't always agree with you and David's opinions, but that's fine. It's good to have different ones. Keep up the good work, hon. Sending you both love from the UK.
1: And you know what? You sent that to me. I know this. Craig. I mean, I don't know him as a person. I just know him as a, he listens and he is very loyal to our show. So, I mean, Shout yay out to Craig. Craig. I know his last name, but I don't know if he wants us to reveal it on air. But I mean, that was a positive. Yeah, listen, our opinions are um, you are going to disagree. I'm going to offend you guys people are really offended um, by the way people take so many things out of context so many things
0: yeah well i mean that's what we live in right i mean it, it i now people... no longer yeah go on
1: no i was i don't want to interrupt you because apparently i interrupt you all the time so you <laughs> I you don't go care. on you i go
0: don't on. care no i just i just said now i th- there is i have a, a, a an approach now, which is I, I I came up with a clever saying yesterday, but of course I didn't write it down. But anyway, I am now in, because people take everything out of fucking context. Nothing is ever what it appears when you listen to an entire interview. It's completely different than the snippet that they pulled. And I just had this happen to me. OK, little quick brag. I was on Dumois podcast. Do you all right?
1: Big stuff. Big time, Sarah.
0: Okay. Big time shout out. So just on her show and I started talking about Scarlett Johansson, there was a blind item that essentially Scarlett Johansson is sucks in bed. And I go, doesn't she look like a lazy lay as a joke? And then I went on and said, look, if I were a superhero, I wouldn't put any effort in either. People on TikTok took that little snippet of she's a lazy lay. And they were trying to, they were trying to cancel me and make something of it saying, Oh, women hate women. Can you believe this woman? She calls herself. First of all, I don't call myself a fucking journalist. I've never have.
1: I've said it a million times. If you believe journalist, Sarah Frazier, Oh, I Paul- call myself a journalist. You do? Yes, I do. And by the way, someone on TikTok said that you and me are better than any other journalist they've ever listened to. They call us journalists, but go on.
0: Um. Okay. Well, I've never, no, I never went to school for that. I'm a horrible writer. I can hardly spell my own name. And so they tried, they tried coming for me. And I was like, absolutely not you fuckers. And I went on their thing and I was like, it's me. You control me all. You control the fuck out of me if you want. And then they were just like, you bitch tearing people down your are You're No, one. I've never heard of your name. Great. Terrific. But again, you took this entire thing out of context to try to make it sound like I was like actually saying she's bad in bed when it was a joke. So I'm so over it. Anyway, what, how do we
1: get on that tangent? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, to that point, and then we'll move on to that. We'll talk about BravoCon. Same thing, Kim, D, and I, I mean, everyone. I'm like, and again, you have that attitude. I have the attitude of, I didn't say it. We all know the popular saying, but people forget it. You can't control anyone's actions. You can only control your reactions. That is the motto for life, guys. Adopt it. Listen to it. Say it five times now. Later today, when you get pissed off at someone, just say you can't control their actions. You can only control their reactions. So everything is rolling off me. But Kim and I did a chat and it was about reunion part one of Beverly Hills, which we can talk about garcelle versus diana and kim oh. and i said and i stand by my statement i'm not what hack- is that so same thing people are trying we're trying to cancel me i'm like cancel me I again i i don't please cancel me please please put me out of my misery and let me shut down this whole show please but that's not happening um but they said they couldn't because kim and i said we see both sides of it not any of these horrible, hateful things that were said to Jax were like, we see why Garcelle is like, wait, I mean, a hundred percent. Like when I'm going through all of this, you want me, I think, I, or maybe it was you and I were talking, maybe it wasn't Kim, maybe it was me and you, but either me and Kim were trying to be canceled mm-hmm. for me and you. I, but I think it was Kim. It was like, we said like, look, when all this was happening, we understand why Garcelle, you know, Jax is putting this out there. Garcelle is not, as she said, wait, I'm going to stop it. I'm supposed to take care of Erica and Kyle and Diana and Lisa. And, and Erica was like, don't worry about me. Of course, I'm, I agree with Garcelle. Like you're worrying about your child. You're not worrying about like, you know, because D- Diana's name was in one of Jax's posts, remember? Right. So yes. Kim and I said, we absolutely agree with Garcelle. We absolutely understand that Garcelle does not give a shit about Diana or Erica or Dore or anyone in that matter other than her son. And then we said- we also see the other side of it, which I stand by. I stand by it. First of all, everyone's like, Diana threatened Garcel. Not we, whatever. But we were like, we understand why Diana sent that text to Garcelle, like, watch your back, bitch. Because if you put my family in danger, which Diana was saying by posting my name, you no, know, I'm not saying I agree with that, but we're saying if you are going to do something that is going to put my family in danger, Watch the fuck out. I'm coming for you. And that's all Kim and I said. You know, it was Kim, and we had some other things. Sure. Be, and we were like, I get it. I understand why Diana sent that text to Garcel. I will stand by it. I see both sides of that situation. And then and people, that was taken. Oh, well, they, that was well, it was taken. I mean, it was also taken out of context about. I mean, people try to pull the race card. I'm like, don't even fucking try it. And people also, yes, the text. We're in a pro- I'm not talking about the subject matter of the text. I'm talking about that one text where she said to Garcelle and basically she threatened Garcelle. And like, people were like, they took it out of context of like, this is a mother protecting her child, always team. But it's like, you kind of missed the point. I, all we were saying was like, I would threaten someone too, if they exposed my family to people showing up at my front door, ready to bang my head and to the ground yeah and it was totally taken out of context and i never even said whether it was a threat i never said she it's just it was a very simple statement so but to your point people take things out of control i don't know go on what were you gonna say
0: seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.
1: Remember that season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians when Scott Disick became a lord, and he now wants us to refer to him as Lord Disick? Well, you know what? I've been obsessed with doing the same thing ever since then, and now... I found out there's actually a way. I need to tell you guys about Highland Titles. This is a company that's been running for 16 years and they can make you a lord or lady for less than $50. The way they do this is by allowing you to buy a piece of land as little as one square foot from their Highland estate. This legitimately makes you a Scottish landowner, allowing you to claim the title of lord or lady. Now, I'm in the process of doing this. So once it's done, you know, I'd like you to refer to me as Lord David. That was we head into the Christmas period or for any special event such as birthdays or anniversaries by visiting Highland Titles, you can get an amazing and truly everlasting gift for your loved one. Once you've ordered your gift from Highland Titles, you or your loved one will get an official personalized certificate and a beautiful gift in the mail, access to the online dashboard where you can download your certificate, view images of the land, and if you ever visit Scotland, you can visit your very own small patch of the Scottish countryside at the Highland Titles nature Reserve by visiting highlandtitles.com and using the discount code velvet, you get 15% off anything on the site. Highlandtitles.com use code velvet and get 15% off. Oh my God. I have to tell you guys about Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed, and that's why I love it, because it makes sense to me to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. I also love that Organifi is so easy to use. You just open the package, add water or your favorite beverage, and drink. You could use them on the go or at home after a workout when you wake up. I've told you guys about Organifi Green and Organifi Red, but oh my God, I just tried the gold. They all taste so so great. The gold I needed today because it's for rest and relaxation and it supports a healthy stress response. Man, with all going on in the housewife's world, I needed to just de-stress. I also love that there's so much variety. Also, it doesn't break the bank. It works out to be less than $3 a day. Head on over to Organifi.com slash Velvet and use code Velvet Rope at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N, IFI.com slash velvet rope and use code velvetrope rope at checkout to get 20% off your entire order today. Did you guys know that October is National Eczema Awareness Month? And according to the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America, while it's usually thought of as a childhood disease, around 16.5 million adults in the US have eczema. 51.3% of adults with the most common form of eczema say it limits their lifestyle. But that doesn't and no longer needs to be the case. I have to tell you about GladSkin. GladSkin is a new category of skin treatment that is made for people of all ages. GladSkin uses a micro e-balance, a revolutionary protein that restores the balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. It's so effective that 91% of users, adults and children who tried their top selling eczema cream reported significant improvements after just 7 days. So if you've been frustrated with your treatment options don't wait to try GladSkin. They are offering my 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at GladSkin.com That's GladSkin.com Velvet for 15% off plus free shipping. Gladskin.com slash velvet.
0: No, I was gonna say, wasn't that reunion so good? Par- I, I'm obsessed. I love it. I'm obsessed with this season at BravoCon. You were you were literally watching the panel. Everybody on stage for that RHOBH panel is returning. So I think there's your cast. Uh, minus Diana. I think Diana's removing herself.
1: That- and we know time. it's and it's it's returning like that. Is officially oh, that's the yeah. Well, I no I one really has official. said that per se.
0: No, no, it's not official. My own read is: I'm like, did
1: I tune out during the panel at some point? Like, no. was that announced by Brad Goreski or something?
0: No, but I, I just personally believe everybody you saw up there is returning. Um, I agree. You know, because Andy was asked point blank: "Are you fire Rena? We want Renna fired," and he, that was the. Andy's a genius after this weekend for so many reasons, but that was a, we are not firing Renna. He's like, let's play Let the two other episodes play out. That is your way of saying, I have a lot of other distractions to put in front of your faces. And Renna is a thousand percent going to be back.
1: Sorry. I, that's, I would bet the farm. I agree with you. Now we do have a hiccup that I agree with just basically everything you said. Like, I think I, Andy yeah. is look, I mean, it's not going to. Uh, it's not going to ingratiate him to the people that are listening. I mean, this man answers shit like, I mean, he might as well. Like I talk about like I have, you know, this one on and she's media trained. Andy is so media trained.
0: Oh, my God. He should run for president. He, he is, is so good. Oh, my God. Did he not all weekend long have an answer for et- Oh, it was so good. I mean, I'm talking Jen Shaw. I'm talking Re- Rony Reunion. Reunion. The Roni reunion answer was genius. That man is so ready. He is so right. He's so good. He's so good. I thought tonight, this weekend, I was like, you know what? Andy Cohen is, Andy Cohen is not appreciated for how impactful Andy Cohen is on television. I mean, unbelievable. Un-fucking-believable. I thought he was
1: great. And you know what I also love, which I believe, like, I do believe Andy doesn't get in the weeds. I don't think he really like I love when someone answers something and is really kind of like what, and then has the answer, but you kind of sense, I sense with so many of his answers, he's not wasting his time reading Twitter and and, and you know, like he was just kind of yeah. like, oh, oh, fire rina Like he he almost didn't realize how much that is actually demanded like he got it but I sensed that he didn't really understand how much everyone spends time in the phone the Twitter the, the TikTok the Insta, right like I mean oh really? totally and I love that it's just like that's you living your life bro and it's not just him there's others you know like you and I always say like what is Kathy Hilton no doctor doing answering all these fans all day and she is great but you know I got the impression when Andy gave answers it was like he wasn't really trying to slant it to like, oh, there's 7,000 comments on this Instagram post, and right? Like, I don't think he really is in the weeds. I, no,
0: and I think what's interesting is he doesn't get into, you know, all these shows and it, it talks about, it's not just racism. It's like, it, it's where we are, right? Where everybody nitpicks and everything is, you know, you, you've said this and uh, you're gaslighting me. He doesn't get into, I think he does a great job of keeping it about the business and not getting about like, did Bravo gaslight, did Bravo shut down? I mean, Ramona or or this or that. He doesn't even address any of that. The answer I thought that was so genius was, and of course I I don't believe it for a second, but I thought it was well answered was when someone said, why was there not a last season you know, reunion and he puts it on the audience. I mean, this is what's so good. He says, well, you guys, it was the lowest you didn't watch. It was the lowest rated Rony ever in the history of Bravo.
1: Uh,
0: You guys didn't even want a reunion. And we had, and you know, he's got the perfect excuse COVID. Wow. We had all these production delays, COVID, COVID, COVID you know, like the universe just is like handing him this gift. And then he goes um, and then, you know, so we kind of felt like we you didn't want a reunion. And then, you know, if we gave you one, it was so late after we kind of knew we, that show wasn't going to continue. What was the point? It's just like, oh, my God, dude, whatever the production issues were, which there were probably a lot going on in the weeds. But all those women signed NDAs, I don't care who they are. They all signed over all the rights you know, to the production companies and look at the money they can make if they, I mean, look at the money they were making this past weekend. So I am I, sorry. I'm all over the place today. I just loved Bravo con so much. There was so much to talk about. Um, no, but, but you're right. That was, was genius. He was genius. He put it back on the audience when it was convenient. And then of course, I mean, I do think he's well aware of like how people feel about Rena, but he knows Rena's television gold. He knows. I mean, that reunion part one had 1.7 million views, 1.8. I thought it was like 1.4
1: something, but it was still very high.
0: Very high. But yes, high. I mean he, he didn't
1: he also didn't say, you know, like right, there was a racially, you know, driven internal investigation never addresses that any involved that. Ebony and Ramona. No, I mean it's, he's brilliant. And right, we knew we were ending the show already. Well, I don't really think so. I don't think you really knew that at that time that there was no reunion. And I mean, look, Ebony even said on my show, Ebony and I both looked at each other when she, I had her on my show and we we're like, I literally was about to say it, and she took the words out of my mouth. She's like, but there was a Shaz of Sunset reunion six months later. There was. There was. When Shaw's ended, because all of them were all suing each other, and that's like one of the most litigious casts ever, they had the Shaz of Sunset reunion for that season, whatever season that was, like five months later. And Shaw's is as lowly rated, if not worse, than Roni. I mean, we can say whatever we want about Mike Shuad. Shaz is really off the air. Because the ratings, I mean, yeah, when this happened with Mike, I mean, look, we have shows return all the time without somebody. Shaz easily could have returned with Reza, Destiny, PG, totally. MJ, Tommy, like, without Mike, it, with the three other cast members that could be really... That was convenient too, but right. So, but I thought that was great. He put it on the audience and was like, "You all didn't want a reunion. If we had a Roni reunion, none of you would have watched." He's just, he's just genius. genius. It's so good. But the thing about but I, but I agree. But I do agree with you. Rina and everyone will be invited. Will be invited. That the only cap- wrench. We have a wrench, which I don't know. We at some point we have to talk about um, Kathy Hilton. I mean, that's really because Kathy gave an interview at bravo con where she said i mean she was asked will you return with the current cast and she says sarah's making a face she says with the current cast she's like no i would not return with the current cast.'" now that's so such a convenient answer because now if like diana doesn't come back and she's not i mean she's not coming back kathy could say well i said i wouldn't return with the current cast but you know diana's not there so i didn't lie let's face it kathy you meant rena and Bravo don't oh. like these 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 ultimatums. And, you know, Kathy even said, but it doesn't matter. I'm a friend of. And I don't know. I, I agree with Which you. Was, I don't think they're firing Rinna. I, I don't think so.
0: No, absolutely not. And by the way, from, you know, and you can speak to this, but everyone that I've spoken to that was at BravoCon says Kathy was, it was like seeing the president of the United States. It was security around her. She was mobbed. People were yelling her name. Do you think Kathy Hilton, why is Kathy Hilton on that show? Show. She doesn't need the money. She doesn't need the fame. She she is on there purely because she loves the fame, loves the fame, loves the spotlight. Wants the spotlight. Wants to promote that damn tequila. I heard from multiple people everywhere they went all weekend. She was hauling around that damn tequila. I don't even know the name of it. I, I couldn't even tell you. But look, she loves the spotlight. You think she's not coming back? She gets to do whatever she wants. She gets to film when she wants. She, she is one hundred percent coming back, even with Rena there. Diana's gone. I don't know if we want to jump back to the first part of the RHOBH reunion. I mean, you lead the way, but uh, I, it was let's
1: okay. Let's do that. But before we get there, to answer your question, because I can confirm, yes, Kathy was that the at Bravo. Hit. It was. Hit. I mean, look, Andy walking through. So look, there was a. I, I went to BravoCon in 2019. Also, there were differences with this one. Besides the fact that it was in one place, the marketplace for the other one was really small. Nobody had a booth. Like, you know, Luann did, and like Jill Zarin had her rugs, but it wasn't like the Wild West in terms of like, I don't know, at least at the last one, you had to pay. You had to pay for space. I gotta tell you how much better I'm sleeping ever since my attitude sheets arrived. Listen, everyone who listens to this podcast always tells me I have attitude, but now I have attitude, really attitude sheets. And what I love about attitude is they're not just so comfortable, they're eco-friendly. They're bedding and bath and apparel and all sorts of essentials made from 100% bamboo. And their innovative clean bamboo fabric is softer than silk, more breathable than cotton. It's cooling, it's hyperallergenic. I sleep better. I used to always get hot when I sleep. These sheets let me breathe at night. And I'm happy I'm doing something that's good for the environment. They're free of harmful chemicals. You can try attitude bedding for 30 nights. And if you're not completely satisfied, return it for a full refund. Right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash velvet rope and enter promo code velvet rope. Remember that's attitude E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E as in eco attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash velvet rope promo code velvet rope. I don't know if everyone there had to pay for space on this one. But I mean, this was like Brooks Marks tracksuit sold out within seconds. The second day, Brooks Marks tracksuit sold out. Then you have Carolyn Stanberry and Sergio. Carolyn says, well, I must be a horrible person. That's her thing. She had sweatshirt that said, I'm a horrible person. Then you had Gertie design. Sutton, Sutton had the big Sutton sign. I mean, I was looking at fucking like Sutton. Uh, you realize the reason of the marketplace is to make money. Girl, I think you spent money on this this pop-up. I mean, it was Sutton structure. You had like the Sutton store there, but it was like the neon sign and the paper. And I'm like, you know, most people are like, carolyn Stanberry, two dollars you want to shut like so it's like i'm like sudden girl the point is you're supposed to make money this is like an actual business la dame miss the grand dame had her grand dame perfume being sold the, da- the grand
0: dame
1: so it was different in the sense that like you were really there. I mean, you're also were paid at least the last time five thousand a day i don't know how much this time but so you were there so like like a Carolyn Stanbier would be at her booth. Now, when it was time for the Dubai panel and all the panels, the person would leave the booth and go to do their panel. But you were really selling. Now, not everybody, but the amount of people that had booths. Gigi, Miss Golnesa was there selling dildos. Ah! So it's like, you know, I understand why you go if you're a Bravo celebrity. A, you're being paid money and B, you're like making money. I mean, the Brooks Marks shit sold out all the days to yes yes I mean yes. I, look
0: I've said it numerous yes, times yes, yes. Uh, there's two things that I walked away from this weekend realizing one is just the genius that Andy Cohen is I don't think people appreciate how amazing this man is like the television and two I was looking I was watching I had the most fomo I've ever had because I wasn't there and I was kicking myself for not spending the $2,500 on VIP and fucking going. I should have been there anyway. But the other thing is I've said it before this show more than any other show has created institutional wealth for women of every single background, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I mean, gay men, younger women, daughters. I, to me, I don't think people get how this has, this franchise has changed people's lives, their grandchildren's lives. I mean, Candy Burris, Kenya, all these women, Sheba Sheree, Sheba Sheree would never have gone anywhere. And now it has legs for the next five years. She's going to sell basically Sheen drag suits with her logo.
1: Chloe Grace Moretz was just on with Kyle. She's a huge Housewives fan. Chloe Grace Moretz was on Watch What Happens. And she said her goal in life is to basically buy every product. I'm paraphrasing, but she's like, I would like to buy every product that is on the She Bites Shere website. Uh, there was an obsession like I've never had before. I, I want a sweatshirt that says She buy Sign me up. Sign me up.
0: I just looked at that and I'm like, and the other thing I think is so important is Almost 90% of every single woman on that stage was over the age of 40. And what an ultimate fuck you to Hollywood, where for years it has been, I don't even care. I mean, you know, Lucy Arnett, I mean, basically her career was over at 38, 39, 40 years old. I mean, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood 50 years ago to see almost every woman on that stage over the age of 40 and people losing their minds for these women, losing their minds for 60 year old Kathy Hilton to me is like, we've changed the game. I mean, we've changed the television game.
1: We've changed the game. And I really would like to know how has, I mean, look, there are courses at colleges about housewives. Like I would love to know Look, I mean, Hollywood has changed. Also, like you look at Julia Roberts and Nicole Kidman, and but I would like to know. Of course, these things existed before Housewives, but I'd like to know how really Housewives affected Hollywood. Like, you know what I'm saying? It all kind of was happening at the same time in fluidness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, maybe Hollywood was a little before that. I mean, it was. Like, I understand how it all works, but I still think it it has it has to have had some effects. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I agree. I, I agree. I-
0: Look, I can tell you as someone who's moved to Los Angeles just nine months ago, the biggest misconception, one of the biggest misconceptions I can tell you is there are people of all ages working in every facet of Hollywood here, which when you're on the East Coast, I think the perception is, well, if you don't move there when you're 24, what do you have? To me, I'm so glad I moved to this city in my late 30s. I'd be dead if I moved here at 23. I'd be dead of like a cocaine overdose. This city, so many people, I'm telling you, I just, I do stand-up now. Half of the stand-up comedians are women over the age of 40 who are on stage, getting booked, have agents. I just, I think that that show is so influential in so many ways. And I mean, just even in paving the way for gay men and, you know, I, I think it's so huge. I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race is really the one to credit for, you know, so many things, but Emmy winning, baby. One. Yeah, he's another um, one. But I just think it's it's it was such a powerful weekend to watch all these women on stage of all ages, mostly Kathy, older, killing it. I love Kathy.
1: It. Was I stand by with whatever you said before? Because I mean, I saw it. she was yeah, she was like the president. Um, her line was longer than like any other line. It was mass pandemonium, and I feel. That she was, like, at one point, I mean, this is, I'm not knocking her at one point, like, I looked over to, like, Larsa's line, like, to meet Larsa, and there was, like, 17 people. Now, let me drop a footnote. You know, you have to also, that's an unfair statement because there's counter-programming. So it's like the meat, like here's Larson, at her booth. That might be the, I have to, I have to pull up this crazy three-day schedule that could have been the same time that Ask Andy was happening. You know what I mean? Like, or the Beverly Hills panel. So like, let's just, you know, but I can tell you that people, we did not give a fuck. They would have, they were in Kathy Hilton's line. She was to me, the most visibly most popular other than when Andy walked through people went crazy of course but Kathy to me was like the president of BravoCon love her or hate her that was what it was now before we get to reunion you know we also need to talk about I mean boo Lisa was booed so hard on that stage she was booed so hard
0: I mean I love it I
1: I don't don't think
0: I don't think Renna cares. I saw her talk to Access Hollywood. I'm sure you saw that clip after too. And she was just like, look, I've been in this business 36 years. I've never been booed. It was the first time, you know, Renna, Renna's is going to Renna is right. What up else there did she Hollywood. say? She just basically said, it's fine. Like I'd never been booed before. There's a first time for everything. I consider it a mile marker in my career. I loved it. And you know, like you keep it moving, baby. I mean, Good for her. You know, I don't think I don't think any of that stuff bothers her. And I mean, you're telling me she didn't anticipate being booed. I'm sure she did. And by the way, I mean, do you think that they've known that she was coming forever? They probably just wanted to keep ticket sales high. They wanted to keep drama low leading up to BravoCon. So they just didn't announce that she was going to be there. But I mean, I saw the pictures in Daily Mail of her on Thursday leaving the LAX airport. You know, I mean, she was booked for BravoCon months ago. They just pretend like she wasn't. I mean, it's just to me, I hope the audience is on to the genius choreography of this whole thing. She was going to BravoCon forever. I think she knew that she was going to be booed. I saw her give the finger to the audience and then post that. I and don't they care.
1: don't, they, yeah, they don't care. They, I still don't, they don't care. Like,
0: they don't care. You they heard don't Andy's
1: care. answer. If Andy, if they look at the footage, they look at the ratings, they look at the mix of people, and they're like, she's coming back. That is the box we're checking. We're not getting rid of Lisa Renna. Now, no. they might get rid of her, but I, I agree. And I, I don't think I was, it's not, it doesn't shock me that she was booed again, but I mean, it's not, do I think they might, discuss that for a minute. Sure. But it's going to be a business decision. A hundred percent. Not only is the world in a crazy stressful time, but our Bravo and our housewife's world is in a crazy stressful time. Is Rinna going to stay or go? What do you do to relax? If you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete relaxation. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products and I've tried them all, including their top rated Synergy Plus collection. There's no prescription needed and it's delivered to your door. This delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder, how you manage your life without it. So it could possibly be this effective at helping take the edge off of life It's called Unwind Synergy plus THC and CBD. It's only available from cbdistillery.com and you must be 21 or older to purchase. Unwind Synergy helps me do this show and it helps me watch these housewife shows and just not get so stressed out about it all. Visit cbdistillery.com and click on Synergy Plus. At the checkout, enter Velvet for 15% off. Again, enter Velvet for 15% off at cbdistillery.com. At cbdistillery.com. It's not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Using Talkspace to me makes me feel like I have a mental health professional with me at all times, and I freaking love that. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry, and being able to reach out to my provider at any time, anywhere, makes taking care of my mental health super easy. You guys know I'm never in one place for very long, and I'm so relaxed when I'm traveling and I'm away, and knowing that I need to talk with my therapist All I have to do is send a message from wherever I am. Look, therapy isn't easy, right? And dealing with mental health head on, it's a challenge at times. But connecting with my therapist isn't and shouldn't be. You can sign up online for Talkspace and you get a personalized match with with a provider that's right for you, typically in no more than 48 hours. How great is that? And they have thousands of licensed therapists with over 40 years experience in all specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, and so on relationship issues. As a Listener of this podcast, you'll get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get a hundred dollars off your first month. That's Talkspace.com slash velvet.
0: Totally, totally
1: 100%. And I mean, Diana's not there, so that's that tells you like if Rina was a done deal, nail in the coffin, she wouldn't be there. She's Lisa Rina. I mean, I'm, I don't care if you hate her. I don't think she's getting fired. I I just don't. I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I just don't. I I think, let me put it this way as the days go on, the hours go on, the reunion goes on, the weeks go on, I'm more certain like my 52% of her staying is now like probably 85%. You know what I mean? It's going way up. Right. (laughs)
0: Oh, way up, way, way, way up. I think she handled that with such class this past weekend. Um, You know, I mean, giving the audience the finger, not so classy. But, you know, I think every show has a villain. Everybody loves a villain. Renna is happy to be the villain for a while. And like Erica said this season, you know, it all comes around. You know, next season, I think we're going to see an Erica Jane somewhat vindicated dating um, rebuilding her life, maybe going back on the road, you know, and maybe some other drama is coming for a Kyle, for a Dorit, for, you know, Garcelle, for Sutton, for, I mean, I I will say this. I wouldn't be shocked if
1: Crystal were gone. I wouldn't Uh, be shocked. I talked about this with and by the way, uh, uh, let's just take a minute out. Like we talked about last time, Erica wasn't booed. Erica Jane was not loudly booed like Kyle was. So I, I, yeah, that's my point. I mean, when I say like, I right, you and I discussed this, like Rina like, is more hated this season than Erica was last season. That is, that is just, Erica was the most hated person, I think, in the history of Bravo. The, 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 the intense negative, and it's still there, Sarah, girl, don't, don't kid yourself. But I think we're already at an Erica Jane Redemption tour for a lot of people. It's not, it's, it's, she's, and listen, I think the way she handles herself on that panel too, was she spoke when spoken to. And even when she was giving her answers, I didn't hear a lot of boos. Like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know.
0: I have, you know, look, I've said it before a million times. I'm, I'm sounding like a broken record on this podcast, but Erica, I don't believe knew I, the scene, the famous scene that David Yontef describes, is I truly believe how Erica found out that Tom was embezzling. You do not question a Tom Tom Girardi. If anyone listening, which many of you have, have been around wealthy, wealthy, influential people, you don't question the facade. You, there's, and I'm, it's totally wrong. We should never worship money, but that's with the society that we're in. It's a capitalist
1: society. (laughs) I worship money. I'm raising my, wait, I, I stop. Cease and desist. So where's, where's Diana? See, where's Kathy? Stop. I, I, I have nothing. I worship money. I do. Well, I I don't, I really like it.
0: I find that a lot of people I know that are very rich are usually they're alcoholics. They have have horrible relationships with their children. There's so many things they're, they're fucking hated. Um, there's a few people I know that I would say are moderately rich, worth five to ten million, and they seem to be the happiest. They live good lives. They're not—you wouldn't know that they were worth eight million dollars, um, but they—they they seem to be the happiest. But the ultra wealthy people that I have known are usually a wreck, like behind the scenes.
1: I like this. That middle group, five to ten. Okay, they're happy. Um, and by the way,
0: it's like if I were worth ten, that would be per. I would be so thr- ten million. You know, you can still fly, fi- pri- like fly semi-private. You're living so large.
1: You can tell people to fuck off.
0: You can tell people to fuck off. You you ten millions a lot, but it's not.
1: It's you know, it's not enough to not work. I'm sorry, everyone could come for me for that. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. You gotta. Sarah's well. looking at me like, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. It's let me Okay. Let me, it's enough to live a certain lifestyle.
0: Okay. So, I think 20 absolutely. million is the goal because 20 million is you're pretty fuck you money. Like you're pretty, you're pretty good. You <laughs> Sarah's looking at
1: me like, no, I mean, yes, yes, yes. And yes, let's just leave it at that. People. Okay. We'll leave um, it at that but Kathy was uh, your point about crystal. See, I do come back to all your points. I don't cut you off. I said to Kim D on our Patreon two weeks ago or whatever, I believe if anything, the reunion. Yeah. Maybe crystal will be fired. Andy seemed really fucking pissed off at crystal on that reunion. Really look,
0: pissed. That it did not look good. I, I will say, and I, I like crystal. I've been indifferent about crystal. I, I, Basically, when we found out that there was really a nothing burger with that whole Sutton allegedly saying something, it really was the pool analogy of, you know, every color kid should be in the pool at all times. Basically, I'm summarizing. I thought that's that's pretty shitty because you were betting you were hedging your bets about a race. You were trying to paint her as a racist until basically everybody came to her defense and called and realized you were full of shit and now you're backtracking, trying to say, well, my feelings, you don't get to make up your own feel. You know, that was a complete lie. And now she's trying to say, Oh my, I felt, you know, that my feelings were true. Okay. But you don't get to pick the truth. You know, I I thought that was very, I didn't like that. And I think if I were the producer, I would be very, very nervous because it's like, well, what's to say she can't make up some other accusation. You know what that, you know, I, I agree calling somebody out to their face. And and I have a whole theory on Diana and Garcelle too, but you know, Ren calling Renna out, calling Erica out to her face. I think you're a thief, you know, basically is what Garcelle and them have been insinuating. You're an alcoholic, very different than saying, well, I have a feeling, you know, I had a feeling and, and you said something Which you said something that really, it was really bad if I reveal it. And of course there's nothing there. That I think is somebody that I personally, if I were the
1: producer, I would remove. Cause I just, I don't think. It's, it's a nothing lie. burger. It's a, yeah, it's nothing a nothing burger. burger. And I think, right. Like if you lie, but have a storyline and other things like, okay. Like, you know, I'm Denise Richards and I didn't blow brandy. Well, you probably did blow brandy, but that's okay because that's like you're Denise and you have things going on and like, you didn't recreate this this was created by Miss Glanville sitting down on a floor with Teddy Mellencamp and Kyle which is a scene that everyone thinks was inserted and because there's the timing and all that but let's not fast back for two seasons but right now you can deny that and that could become a whole storyline you know Munchausen's with you a lot but like Denise didn't say fuck my life I have to keep this job and I better come up with something that's the difference Like. It looks like Crystal was like really, truly like I have no storyline and I better make one up. And that pisses off Andrew and all of the other producers. It's like now you're basically pointing out we're shining a light on the fact that there's literally nothing here. Like we've exhausted your story you, even you there's think there's nothing so. there,
0: and I'm shocked at Sutton and Garcelle standing by Crystal as much as they have, like with this reunion and every, and you know I think it's a it's a crazy great Game of Thrones, but I think they kind of want the allyship, you know. But I thought to me that's so hypocritical of Sutton, who who is another kind of Rena calling people out and then sitting there and saying, to, "Well, I I forgive Crystal or whatever." It's like really really? She, the what she was insinuating could harm you, your business, your kids. Really? There's literally nothing there. I thought that was a shocking moment of part one. I'm just like, really? I mean, good for Kyle and them for calling her out that completely full of shit. And I don't like it because it makes us millennials look like, you know, I mean, not good. I, That was a really bad moment, I I feel for Crystal. I was really disappointed in Crystal because that was a moment where she could have said, you know what? It was the pool analogy. And in hindsight, I was too sensitive. And that really Sutton, you weren't being racist. That really wasn't anything. And you guys are right. That would have shut it up. Instead, she tries to fucking go on this rant, this tangent about her feelings. No one cares about your feelings. It wasn't true. And you have feelings to have, and you
1: have to give credit to class. You're talking about class move, a class move to air to, to Sutton because they are friends. I mean, Sutton could have been like, listen, but Sutton is sitting there like, this is horrible that you try to imply this about me. You are my friend. So I'm not going to chime in because if you're you're losing this one all on your, I mean, but you know, let's think if it was Rinna or Kyle, they would have doubled down. Even Garcelle probably would have. So I think Sutton, very classy, was like, I am friends in my life with Crystal and I don't need to. Like, it was almost like Sutton was like, I'm just going to take the high road. I thought she handled it very well.
0: Yeah. But I mean, your friends. You should be able to go, hey, you know what? Uh, That was really shitty that you did that. But we all make mistakes. I'm moving forward. Sutton sat there like Sutton would have never been that quiet if it was anybody else. To me, it's like, does Crystal have something on you? Why are you this quiet? Like, I mean, she should have taken that. That was such a weird moment. And I don't know. I I think Crystal ultimately will be back. But personally, that would, if I were a producer, that would give me some serious pause because there is nothing there then in her life. That was all I, made up. I
1: think so, too. I think, you know, I, I, I think it'll be interesting to see about Kathy. Um, Anything else from the reunion so far? Not well, really. I,
0: well, Garce, I mean, look, my theory on Garcelle and Diana is. I'm starting to think Diana is behind the bots because, see,
1: well, I thought it was very. You could. I mean, I'm interested. Tell me about it.
0: I thought it was very telling that Garcelle has hired her own team to investigate. The way it's looked online up until part one of the reunion was that they were somewhat friendly. I thought it was very evident from that reunion. And according to sources at BravoCon, Garcelle refused to speak about Diana. I thought it was very clear they're not friends. They're not friends. I don't think Garcelle believes there's an investigation from Diana. Um, And I think, I think, and if you did do it and Garcelle has such, I mean, Diana has such fuck you money. I mean, doesn't it make sense? Oh, I'm hiring my own investigative team. What, What a great way to make it look like you didn't do it. I, and to me, I don't know the whole Diana, not understanding, you know, I don't know. I just don't believe Diana doesn't understand what's going on. Could you pencil, pencil my name? It's like, I don't know. You know, she's so all over the place and kind of uses this translation excuse, I think, for things. But I'm sure people have a problem with that. But anyway, I I don't know. I, I'm beginning to think Diana is behind the bots. And that's why we are going to see her go away quietly. And to me, I thought Garcelle had a lot of restraint. There was some things I think Garcelle wanted to say. And Garcelle was weighing in her mind. Do I blow up <laughs> this Bravo production? Or do I take a note what all these other women, Candy Burris, uh Giselle, what all these other women are doing, which is, you know, using it like they're using you. I, I thought that was a very telling scene. And I tend to believe maybe mm-hmm. Diana is allegedly behind it. But I don't want to say that because Diana does sue everybody. So I could be dead wrong. And this is alleged. And maybe Diana had nothing to do with the bots. And supposedly we're going to get her an answer very soon. On really? who the bots are—that's yeah. what I've heard. I, I heard that. I heard Garcelle. Did you hear that from? I. It was on a Bravo site this weekend, oh. BravoCon. I heard somebody oh. asked Garcelle, and Garcelle allegedly said that she will know who the bots are this week. Oh. So we would know who the bots are. So. And by
1: the way, and that's the thing—that's what—that's where it got lost in translation. Like Kim and I were never saying that we're on Diana's side. We're just saying we understood not anything to do with Jax or the subject matter or the content. We just understood the text to Garcelle of like, if, you know, I'm not saying the name was wrong. I think that there's nothing wrong with putting out someone's name, but I understand Diana's reasoning. Like by you putting my name out there, no one mentioned my name and now my name is associated. And now if there are death threats, if someone shows up at my house and breaks in and has me by the neck or whatever happens to Asher or my children, if you have caused this by your son putting this, my name out there, I'm coming for you. And I, I understand me as a person who has a right to have an opinion I understood that it doesn't diminish anything with Garcelle. I'm not even on Diana's side. I'm not even saying Diana isn't behind the bots. I just understood that particular text, because if you did something, anyone listening to this, anyone that implicated my family, I wouldn't care if then there was harm because of your Instagram post or your sons and someone in my that. family was hurt. I, I would probably, I I would probably go to jail. I would probably go to jail. I probably would. I'm not going to reveal what would happen to you, but I would probably be in jail. So I understood just that of like, if someone in my family is something really bad happens, that's all Kim and I were saying. We weren't saying we were team Diana. I thought personally, when Diana came on the screen, it's the thing is oh, it's so cringy, right? It's so she looks
0: well, first of all, she looks stunning. I loved the green. With did. The I thought that <laughs> I thought great.
1: her makeup was horrible, the rosy cheeks. I hated it. Oh, really?
0: Oh, I thought she was.
1: I just thought it was cringy in the sense that it's like she's coming on. Nobody is welcoming her. It's like she's so unself aware because she's like, whoops, and I didn't do that. Like she didn't understand that like these people are not happy with you. None of them. Andy production, like nobody. Right. So I just, I don't know. Did you get, I get that cringe factor. I got that cringe factor of like these people just like, they, like Kyle Richards knows better than you, whether you're going to be back because she's an OG like Sarah and David know, like, you know what I mean? It was almost like she doesn't understand to me from that scene, how it really was like this party is over Diana. Like, I don't know if she knows that really I mean, you're not at. She was never, why was she never at Watch What Happens? People keep DMing me and saying, please. Oh, that's
0: a good I question. mean, I,
1: we, we never bring it. I, I find it strange, even before the bots, like, Rina was there a billion times. They cut back on her for a minute too. Kyle was there a lot. Arcella was there. Dorit was there. Where was, uh, no one has never not gone to Watch. She just didn't go once, not once in the whole scene, season.
0: Yeah. That's a really interesting observation. Yeah. That's an interesting,
1: right. And, and wow. Wow. For you thinking she did the bots. I really didn't think she did. I mean, I would love to know. I really would love to know. I mean, look, look, but here's the bottom line. There's nobody on this cast. Nobody. I can guarantee 100% that did the bots other than Diana. It's either nobody on the cast or Diana. That's it. There's no Erica Jane doing this. No one else is doing this, you know?
0: I, I did not think Diana was behind the bots until I watched this reunion. And then I was like, I, I don't know something about her. I was like, you know, and t- uh, love all the points you made. Excellent points. Um, I would just say, I think for Garcelle, to me, there's such a power dynamic between, I mean, Diana's so rich. You really think Diana was worried about her security. I mean, but I get your point, you know, it would have been fine. I think it would have been good if they were in a good place for Jax to take down the post and then put it back up without her name. I get that point. But at the same time, I think, you know, Garcelle has like a fraction of the money and, you know, she doesn't have the protection for her family. So to me, it was kind of like, slamming down on Garcelle a little bit so and look
1: the things that were said were just I mean you know it's that one text in particular like we don't it you know, it's so awful like
0: I don't know I do agree with Garcelle I mean I think you know nobody was getting that kind of awful things to their children and I mean you're telling me Diana I know to me I think Diana could have taken the high road if she wasn't involved and I don't know that she is. So I don't know, but I, I just, if I were Diana, I think I would have taken the high road and just, you know, I had to hire extra security and what happens. I wonder,
1: I, I, I wonder, I mean, now we talk, what if look, you're fired. I think she's fired regardless. What happens if this is proven to be her? And again, Kim and I always say, don't go in the woods in the middle of nowhere in the smallest town possible and kill someone because you will be caught. What happens if this was her? I mean, what is, I mean, is there legal? Is there legal? I don't know. I'm not so sure. I I really don't know. Oh, David, aren't you a lawyer? You're so stupid. You're not really a lawyer. Let's hear all the comments. This is a real human being. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's any legal, true, I don't know. But it's, look, it's not going to be good for her, right? Yeah. They're done with her anyway. Um, as we wrap up we got to wrap up sarah um we have a lot more to talk about i mean bravo it, it was just there's i mean there's so much but episode on BravoCon next we'll one, have yeah. to talk about we have to talk about todaysia and jennifer aiden and the drink being thrown we're gonna have to talk all of that about on that yeah. in the next episode but all right there we are um sure. love us hate us we're just glad that you listened to another episode you could listen to me on behind the velvet rope and sarah where can we find you
0: at the Sarah Fraser Show, everywhere podcasts are played and on TikTok and Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show. I love it. I will see
1: you very soon, Sarah.
0: Bye, gorgeous. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, And you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Ah, mmm. The
0: first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com,
1: we make this experience easy.